Yeah. Um, anyway, we should move on here. I have nothing. What did I have before? Do I have anything? <sighs> Intro-wise, I got nothing. Ah, uh, where am I? The 19th, right? October the 19th, 2019, and I'm Eric, talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where it's starting to feel a little bit like Christmas Eve, except if it was like if on Christmas Eve you knew what your present was going to be, and it was going to be four years of fucking bullshit. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much perfect. <laughs> How's it going, Gordon? I'm good. I'm glad to hear from you. I'm a little unprepared, but it's awesome to be doing this. I didn't think we would be for a little while. Yeah, well, I can't be, don't like being silent for too long, and there's too much going on, and uh, I just had to say fuck it. I hear you. There is a lot going on. Um, One thing that's going on is I figured out why Radio Public isn't paying us. Um, They are... Still, they've got the wrong RRS feed for us. They still have us feeding through Spreaker, so they're not getting episodes. Oh, for fuck's sake. So I don't know how to fix that, but uh, apparently Spreaker's really bad for that. It's really hard to quit them. So there's a learning lesson for all you podcasting kids out there. Uh, If you're looking to switch posting providers, uh, Spreaker's a big pain to leave. They don't like to be left. Uh, If they can't have you, no one can kind of thing. Oh, they're that type of acts, are they? So we're going to have to figure that out. Um, Looking into some options there, but uh, nonetheless, um, good to have you back, Gord. Um, Listens have not been good, obviously, uh, because we haven't been posting stuff. Because I tried to do one without you. I thought, hey, I'm going to do a show without Gord. I started without him. I can do this. And no, I can't. It sucks, (laughs) and it's not funny, and it's no good. That I was boring myself. <laughs> so you know it's no, it's no, it's a bad thing when you start boring yourself. Oh yeah, it's terrible when you're like, I can't even listen to this crap anymore. Like, is there a commercial coming soon? Oh wait, I, I wish this guy would hang up. Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not a good situation. Hey, speaking of hang up, that's what our mm-hmm. listeners are going to get to do starting Wednesday of next week when. I have a new interface, and we can start taking live on the air calls. So we will we have to, better fucking receive one. We will have to start posting exactly when we're going to start recording and start having you guys call in. 
Uh, we record generally the same time every night, so it's not too difficult for you kids to follow, and you can start phoning directly and asking Gordon and I questions and being live on the air like a really for real show. It's very exciting. I know you won't call, but I'm going to pretend for now that you will and be excited about it. We're just going to go into the assumption that every one of you are going to call, and you're just going to jam up the lines, and we're just going to be giggling like schoolgirls the whole time. And Or if it's uh, a cost thing that you're worried about, uh, call from the Internet. It's free. That's right. Or give me your number and I'll call you. Either way, uh, we're going to start taking calls. And like I said, I made the threat last year, but I never followed through on it. Um, I will just start randomly calling phone numbers. I'll start picking names out of a hat and just start phoning you guys if you don't phone me. The thing is, right now is the perfect time to do that because everybody's getting these random phone calls from these fucking election apples. Aren't they annoying? They're the only ones who really use them anymore. They didn't really catch on in marketing, thank God. Um, I thought about using one for us. Uh, getting We're a bit of a bad idea. Getting a bot that phones. Hey, yeah. could you listen to Eric and Gord? They'll stop calling <laughs> as soon as you do. Um, <laughs> See, I think that's, that's the way you, you threaten it. Oh, yeah. We know when you've listened and when you haven't. So you might as well just at least listen to like five episodes, then we'll stop calling. Exactly. And then call them back the next day. You've only listened to half of one episode. Told you we're listening. (laughs) You know what? I don't even mind the calls because I don't get them so much, but I get texts from these people. Oh, do you really? And they go, hi, it's Cindy. Can I count on you to vote for liberals? And I'm like, fuck, now you can't. Yeah. You're so mean. You're just going to text me? Um, this is not good. I, uh, all politicians, it's a little late for this year, but uh, for the next election, don't do this shit. People will like you a lot more if you don't. It's true. Um, these calls Very are true. just so uh, obstructive and annoying, and they just, they, they seem, little, I seem a little, I feel a little violated after they happen. Yeah, it's, it's I like, agree. It's like, we're not on that level where you can just call me and, and ask me shit. Sorry. No. I mean, you know, the thing, the, the problem they have when they call me is that, well, they have to talk to me now. Right. And that personally is where I get my big enjoyment out of because it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> I get the question about their shit and they're not allowed to answer anything. This is, uh, and I, I'm like that. I'll tell you, everybody, this isn't about you. Uh, this is how I am in life. This is an actual exchange with a girl I'm dating who phoned me at nine o'clock this morning. And I texted her back, hey, did you just phone me? And she said, you have called this play. Is that a rhetorical question? (laughs) To which I had no choice but to reply, yes, yes, it is. I'm sorry. I should have said, what do you want? (laughs) And then she didn't didn't text anymore. Um, (laughs) That's that happened. That's Fuck. so it's it's not you guys, uh, you know, like particularly that I don't want to talk to. It's just everyone always. Um, <laughs> so you can you can imagine how I react to these calls when when a political party calls me. Hi, I just wanted to chat for a minute. Oh, did you now? Well, let's let's put that to the fucking point. Let's let's see if you really do want to chat. So what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no. Well, no, that's not what I'm calling for. Yeah, no, you said chat. So that means we're going to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about, bitch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't let my girlfriend annoy me with these calls. Why would I let Justin Trudeau do it? I'm way more upset with him. 
<laughs> Fuck these idiots. Can I count on your vote? I don't know. Ask my girlfriend. <laughs> Did you ask her yet? See what she says. I've been on the phone longer with you than I am with her. How do you think I feel about that? <laughs> um, so stop calling, guys. Seriously, the next election, whoever doesn't call gets my vote. That's uh, I'm just going to start bribing you with my vote now. But I was telling Eric this off the air. You know, we received nine phone calls yesterday at the house. And I was lucky enough to speak to eight of them. You know what's uh, absurd about that? There's only five parties in the running. Yeah, I know. Who and, the fuck are uh, the other four? Well, actually, um, I think I, I think four of them were for the Liberals alone. Jesus. Two conservative, and then NDP, Green, and I think that's it. I don't think we got a call for. Oh no, no, the one we missed was from the uh, whatever it is, the PCP or whatever the, the fuck PCPs, they're called. PCPs, I love that. <laughs> But I had a um, I had an excellent conversation with the one lady there, the Liberals, and when she asked me, you know, can we count on your vote for uh, can we count on your vote for voting for the Liberals? And I said, why would you want my vote? And she's like, well, because we want you to vote. I said, yeah, but do you want my vote strictly because you don't want me to vote for the other guy? Because that's all you're talking about. And I went on this big sort of conversational rant about this, and she literally was not giving me any answers about anything. So when I pressed her about her specific, uh, you know, like, well, what are you, um, like, what about your platform? Like, what about this? Why won't you even talk about this? Why won't you talk about this? And she's like, well, I, I can't talk. I, I'm, I'm just here to poll. Well, if you're going to ask me my opinion, you better damn well understand, bitch. I'm going to be asking yours. And I need to find, I need information. And if you're not willing to give me information, you're not getting a fucking answer. So fuck <laughs> off. Maybe the next poll you should work on is in a strip club because you're not good on this one. <laughs> Can you swing to the right? I just thought I'd ask. God, I just these fucking oh my god, this election is just and every fucking advertisement, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's it is. just bullshit on top of fucking bullshit. Uh, there's a thing going around saying like that. Um, the uh, and this is really funny. The liberals are in hot water because they cut funding to the uh, war vets. Turns right. out, the truth to that story is not that they cut funding to the war vets. It's the fact that they went to the hospital, and the hospitals are charging three to five times more for a war vet than they are for the actual civilian. So, if we as a civilian, if we walk in the hospital. We go in for a treatment. That treatment costs two hundred dollars. They're charging eight hundred dollars for the exact same thing because the government's paying them back. Yeah, of course. So they're literally lying. The, the they're actually directly lying to to the government in order to make more money off of the um, off of the, the war vet. And uh, the Trudeau government has actually come down pretty hard on them, and they're all they're in the middle of investigating anyways to come down on hard on them, saying this is bullshit. You can't do this. But it got misconstrued in the media as he's defunding the military, which is not what was happening. Right. Now, this is the exact same thing that happened to Stephen Harper when they said Stephen Harper cut all the funding. He cut like $200 million to funding to the veterans. Yeah. And no, that's what the government cut uh, over the history of the Canadian government of all time. 
Yeah. Uh, that's how much the government cut. But they just happened to say it in a way that made it seem like it was Stephen Harper doing the cutting. Oh, Stephen Harper cut the government cut this much. Blah blah blah. No, it wasn't the government. It was all governments in our country did that. Uh, so it's just the way that these fucking ads do that. Uh, the, none of them are true. They're all a weird spin on something. Yep. Um, and they're all crap. And they're, they work. That's the scary thing. People buy into them. Yeah. doesn't matter what side of it you're on. You're, you're buying into it in some level of thing. And it's just, it's just insane. Like, like the levels that they're going now. Again, none of this is about politics. None of this, nothing is about policy. Nothing is the, the only policy that they will talk about specifically is the environment. And all they're saying is environment. Yeah. Environment. Environment. And both sides of that argument are bullshit. And I'm yeah. sick and tired of both of them. And what you said there, yes, we do have to always differentiate between politics and policy. They are two completely different things. Um, politics is what we're dealing with right now, and they have nothing to do with policy. We won't see anything to do with policy until after the budget comes in February. It's all just fucking smoke and mirrors till then. Yeah, and it's just bang of bullshit. The fact that this crap is still working on people is what baffles me. Like, they're thinking to, like, these Jerry Springer-style shots at each other, and the average voter is still buying it. And I don't understand what the hell is wrong with people. Why is this... Shit's still working. It makes sense how it worked in the 80s, but we're smarter than that now. We've got access to information now. What yeah, but the difference is, I mean, this is one of those things where even I will open that this is where you blame Trump. Kind because of, yeah. Trump, Trump is, and that's because that's what he did. He turned politics on its head, you know, because even, like, the, even the running before, like as bad as George Bush was, before Obama got in. Everybody knew how fucked up George Bush was. Everybody knew George Bush was a fucking invalid child that just wanted to get fucking wasted on coke and booze all fucking day long. Everybody knew this. It was an un... It was the... It was the well, it was a well-spoken, but it was an unspoken knowledge. Everybody yeah. already knew it. It didn't have to get thrown around and slung around the fucking mud all the time. Instead, you could just have a clean run for the election. Discuss the policies, what you're going to change, here's what you're going to bring to the table. That's what it was all about. Then all of a sudden, eight years later, everything changed. Now it's not about policy at all. It's about fanning flames, dividing, and creating doubt in your opponent instead of building up your own strengths. But don't you, I don't, I would feel like a complete idiot if I were still buying into that game. And I, I, it baffles me that the average voter, the average citizen doesn't feel like a moron listening to these people. Well, they just fuck should because they're making me feel like a fucking moron for listening to them already. That's what I think. But uh, I don't know. Apparently I'm not in the majority. So I don't know how to get through to people. I think we need to start campaigning next year. Um, and I know my 2021 run for mayor will help a lot um, bring attention to that. But this shit has to change. We can't keep picking leaders this way. Like, I haven't lost faith enough in our country to think that this is how it could be run. And nobody is going to be able to do anything for the first year they're in after this shit show. Because it's just, 
They don't know what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. They're all just too busy making up lies. Yeah. They're going to get into office. Whoever gets into office on Monday is going to get in there and go, okay, fuck, now what do we do? What's, uh, what's the issues? We don't they're know. We're gonna, paying they're, attention they're, to them. Yeah. doesn't matter what issues. We just got to sit there and keep slinging mud. Hey, I know we're in, but you know what these guys did, we're going to do? Thank God you're not with them. Yeah, that's true. There was a lot of that uh, in Trudeau's first year. Yeah. A lot of, woo, thank God I'm not that other guy. Hey, look at me. Look at right. me. <laughs> I'm not him. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my campaign slogan. 2021, <laughs> when I run for mayor, Eric Brennan Hunt, I'm not them. <laughs> that's all it's going to be. Just, I'm not them. I'm With not them. Dick. <laughs> With Dick. <laughs> With Dick.com. I'll still own it. Um, our mayor just came out uh, swinging for, for the liberals. Looking forward to a new liberal government. Um, so that's great. Former NDP -er. way to go. I don't yeah, know. Former. <laughs> he is. He's a. He's in my opinion. He's a big letdown. People still really like him. That's Kennedy Stewart, our mayor, um, who spoke on the podcast with us last year before he got my job, and uh, I haven't seen a lot out of him, um, especially on the. The one thing he did do that I'll respect him for is he did come forward and say the new leader has to work on new policy regarding uh, the what they call an opioid crisis. So we'll see what comes of that, if he can actually put some pressure on them. I don't think he can or will, but we'll see what happens. Um, uh, I, um, I just, I just, when it comes to the opioid crisis, I just don't think anybody cares enough. I think everybody else pretty much just sees it strictly for what it is, which is uh, the problem eliminating itself. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not. That's proven now. Uh, we're, we're not getting any better. Well, no, it's not about getting better. It's, it's a matter not, of killing off as many people as you can yeah, that but, are doing drugs. But they're, they're, they're renewing at the same rate. We're not getting rid of any problem. Uh, that's that's the problem. Is year over year, it's steady. There's always a steady influx of people willing to try this shit now, which I know part of that's on them, but uh, the fact is, part of it's on us too. I'm not gonna. These are people who weren't raised properly. These you're not mentally correct if you're willing to run out and try fentanyl on your own. Obviously, these people need a little bit better education. It's kind of like a kid. You wouldn't, you know, if kids kept drinking bleach under the sink, you wouldn't say, well, they're going to learn sooner or later. No, you go and you move the fucking bleach so your kid quits. No, you went and put warning labels on shit, and they allowed the stupid to survive. I think the reason why we're seeing a steady fucking number of people is because we've produced a steady number of fucking stupid people. And the stupid people, when it comes to fentanyl, this is one thing I like fentanyl for, is fentanyl doesn't come with a warning label on the package. Which means dumb people are dying from it. And so are smart people, and so are good people. Yeah, well, fuck it, we don't need them either. It's true. <laughs> I, I can see that point. Uh, I, 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 like worry about, right <laughs> I worry about certain people who may have daughters who are in their first year of university who uh, just smoke a joint or take a pill thinking it's ecstasy. And it's not, or, you know, 
I know the thing about it coming up in pot is pretty fucking rare. Yeah, it's actually never happened, but yeah. The fact is it could. And you don't know if you're taking ecstasy or molly or some mushrooms that have the dust on it or some pot. Maybe it's not in the pot, but the dealer sold his down and then touches the pot with the same hand. You never know. And any poor kid gets this shit thinking he's getting something else and he's just dead because he thought he was taking a pill at a rave. That's not right and that's not fair and it needs to be put to an end. Yeah, well, I don't see how it's possible. Because the only way to stop it, truly, the only true way to stop it is to... Because we all know where it's all coming from. Yes. And we need to put pressure on them to help us stop. Yeah, but they don't care because they want us to die. Yeah, oh, I I know that. It's not going to be an easy battle, but we need to start to make them care. I can't. So then what we need to do is we need to not put pressure on them. We need to stand up ourselves and do something about our own borders. Do something about our own influx. Yes, very much That's the problem. They can send whatever they want. If they want to send over fucking 50 fucking boats filled with this shit, go for it. But if we're not catching it, we're the problem. That's right. But I'm sick of giving these people a green flag just because of the economy. And we, we hold every other country to task. We go to war. We bomb the shit out of people. Except for these two countries. One has oil and one buys all our shit. So they get uh, just, oh, it's China. They're just allowed to do yeah. that. Oh, it's the Saudis. They're just allowed to do that. Why? Yeah. Well, because of money. No, fuck you and your money. Solve the problem. Yeah. Eliminate no, your relationship with these people. We don't need China. We, we didn't have China 20 years ago. We were fine. We'll be yeah. fine without them now. And you know what happened 20 fucking years ago, 30 and 40 years ago? You'd buy something and shit would last longer than five fucking years. That's right. And you know what? The Chinese fucking starved and we didn't care. No. They ate Made nothing no but rice for the last 300 years. Make no difference to us. We didn't care. Now they have so much money why? they don't know what to do had, with it. Do you want to know why? Because we had motherfucking minute rice. That's why. Exactly. But now they have so much money, they don't know what to do with it. Their country is literally falling apart because they're not used to having that many cars on the road. They never built infrastructure for this many people to be able to afford vehicles. Like, that's how, how just excessive the money is over there. Um, they're, they're ridiculous, uh, just wealth. And we're just depending. Now, we're just letting, it, letting them do whatever they want because they can afford to own us. That's not the way to be. That's, that's, we're being bullied now. And it's not the way to run a country. It's, not, it's the same with the Saudis. They're bullying us. That's all it is. Yes. We don't need this shit. We don't need to be that rich. It's just rich people telling you we need to be that rich because they are and they want to stay that way. That's right. But the, the, that money loses its value as soon as we stop pretending we need it because we don't. You don't. Guess, guess what happens when you die, folks? The money don't go with you. It's anything else. It, it the price comes down when you stop wanting it, right? Yeah. Supply and demand is a real easy concept to grasp, and we're not. We're just demanding all the time, and we we worry. Oh, we're gonna have a shortage of oil. So the fuck what? Take a bus and shut up. 
It's not the end of the fucking world. And we're not going to have a shortage of oil. Put Alberta to work and we're fine. Yeah. Stop yeah, worrying yeah, I, about stupid yeah. shit. Stop worrying Are about you worried yourself. about that? Then build a fucking pipeline. How about that? Turn it on. How about that? How about that for an idea? You worried about fucking running out of oil? There you go. We need to stop worrying about ourselves. We need to get out of survivor mode and start thinking about each other again. Just for a little while. Start thinking about what's good for my children and your children so they can grow up and be friends and have children of their own. Stop with this fucking, oh my God, uh, uh, we're all going to die because the environment's going to warm up by one fucking degree. I better start hoarding everything. I need all the oil. I need all the everything for myself. No, fuck. We're, we're going to be fine. And that attitude is what's going to kill us. This mm-hmm. fucking... Uh, and I'm all for uh, patriotism. I'm all for a little bit of protectionism. Canada first? Absolutely. But put Canada first, not yourself. Yeah, That's but... Too- it's, it's, Sorry. Here's the thing. When you put your country first, do you know what happens? You get Donald Trump, because that's exactly what he's doing. He's putting America first. He's looking at everything that the U.S. is doing and has done for every other country and realizing that the U.S. is pumping out and not getting a massive return back. Right. So he says, fuck you, and he pulls out. And look what happens. The whole fucking world loses their fucking mind. Yeah, because... There, that that's what's going to happen, and uh, yeah. you know what? It's going to happen if we do it too, and that's good. The world needs to lose their minds. If Libya yeah. and Turkey want to bomb the shit out of each other, let them. Who cares? What does it matter if Libya and Turkey wipe each other off the fucking map tomorrow? How does it affect us at all? Well, if they wipe each other off the map, then it wouldn't because we don't have to worry about the fucking influx of fucking uh, refugees. Perfect. Problem solved. But the problem is they're not going to wipe themselves out. They're going to drag it on for 300 fucking years. It's just constant stupid battle. So, so let them. Who cares? Forget them. So what do you do? Build a fucking wall around the two of them and just say, here, fuck you? Absolutely. 100%. Even though it's one going off and directly invading the other. So What? not our battle. It's not our problem. It doesn't affect the environment. It doesn't affect our oil. It affects nothing. Fuck them. Oh, it doesn't affect... It can affect the environment, though. All, all those bombs going off, burning of gasoline and oil, which is going to be burned into abundance while every vehicle gets blown up, the wiping out of trees as they get bombed, Sure. Uh, a couple of trees the, over there, no problem. We've got enough. Our well, country's still fifty percent trees. We'll be fine. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. I know that. We're perfectly fine. These people have been trying to eliminate each other for four thousand years. Every country in the world tried to go over there and take over, and they've all failed miserably. Every empire has tried to take over the Middle East and lost. It's time to give up. They're never going to change. We're never going to change them. And we're never going to try to eliminate them in the way you're supposed to eliminate somebody. No more free passes into our country. You do you. We'll do us. We're fine. That's your part of the world. We won't come there. Don't come to ours. Done deal. This relationship will never work. Isolation and elimination. Simple. And if we don't eliminate them, who cares? I don't care. Let them do whatever they do over there. They will. You isolate them, they'll eliminate themselves. Or they'll change. It's one of the two. Perfect. 
Either when or. they realize they can't get anything else, that they they literally will be living in mud fucking huts again, and they don't have any option for anything else. No more fucking Wi-Fi. No more fucking this. No more that. No, no, you don't get anything anymore. No more mosques. No more churches to fucking pray in because if everything gets leveled. Only two things will happen: either they'll all just essentially, either essentially just all die, or they smarten up and they they. they Move on to the next fucking level of civilization. And we apply the same thing to the Chinese. I'm sorry. All we have to do is look at the Chinese and say, your money is no good here. When they go, oh, well, we're going to buy your country. No, you're not. Your money is not good here. We don't accept your money. Sorry. Well, we want to buy this. Well, you can't. It's not for sale. Bye-bye. And then what if they turn around and say, okay, then we want to collect our debt. Then we figure out a way to fucking give it to them. That's where we're fucked. And that's where every major country is fucked. Because they all owe China money. We'll give they them the money. Yeah, well. Or we eliminate money. Who cares? Money is worthless anyway. We switched to Bitcoin. We don't have currency anymore. Sorry, we can't pay you. <laughs> What's the Bitcoin fucking skyrocket? <laughs> yeah. It will be loaded. And that'll be that. Fuck them. Fuck money. Get rid of this. That's the problem. That's really, at the root of it, that's the whole problem. It's money. That's right. That's right. It's it's with this whole system that we've devised over a thousand years or more, it turns out it's a shitty fucking system. We had a glimpse in 2008 of how shitty it was. And we all buried it. Went, oh, no, 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 no. It's been this way for a thousand years. We can't fuck up now. No, we should have fucked up. 2008 yeah. was a wake-up call that we should have taken, and we didn't. We let Bad. George Bush and fucking everybody trick us into thinking we'd be better off if we, if we fixed it their way. And no, yeah. it, it's lipstick on a pig. It's a fucking Band-Aid on a bullet hole. It's not yeah. a solution. No. Not we, in the fucking slightest. We need to throw our economics textbooks in the fucking waste bin and start over again. And I'm, I don't care what that looks like. If it looks like chaos for a couple of years, too fucking bad. It's only chaos. It's Darwinian. Yeah. We, 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 the things get sick before they get better. Always. Yeah. That's, uh, that's always the way. What happens when you get a cold and the flu? Exactly. You get sick. You get real sick. Then you get insanely stupid sick. And then what happens? You get better. You get better, and then you never get that sickness again. That's right. Unless you're like me with croup, and you just keep getting it for some stupid reason, because it makes no sense. Nah, I don't know about croup, <laughs> but I just know the flu. You don't get the flu twice. You don't get the same flu. It doesn't happen. No. This fucking economic system is a flu. And I'm not saying that just because I'm broke. I could have a ton of money in the bank and still fucking hate our system. I have. I've had money and hated it. I don't have it now and hate it. It's a stupid thing. Well, it's because our system is 100% flawed. And it's tearing our planet apart. Yeah. And You know, I got to ask you something, Eric. Please. We've briefly touched on, well, sort of briefly, we've talked about this a little bit, but there is a perspective I never really noticed about this until uh, while I was sick and half-assed delirious with fucking sickness. Um. 
So Jagmeet Singh, uh, the NDP, had turned around and uh, said that he'd be willing to look at a coalition with the liberals um, in order to uh, destroy the conservatives. Yeah. Right? Now, if Jagmeet Singh in the beginning of that had turned around and said, you know what? I think what we need to do is we need to do a coalition. We just we, we need to get uh, the liberals on board. We need to get the conservatives on board. We need to get us and the fucking Green Party. We're going to all get together. We're going to create one fucking party, and we're all going to work together and find a solution. That's the way that should have been brought forward. But unfortunately, he did it strictly to say that we are going to do this strictly just to try to fuck the conservatives. Right. And that's dumb because that makes you sound uh, uh, total, totalitarian. I don't know how to say the fucking it word. It does. It very much does. But on yeah. the other hand, the other way sounds wishy-washy. And there's a lot of people who would say no instantly to the idea of all the parties working together. A totally uh, nonpartisan government. People are so strict, strictly ingrained in their uh, beliefs that they would they would go, oh, no, we're, we can't work with them. We just can't work together. Yeah, and those are the idiots that constantly get proven wrong. Those are the idiots that sit in businesses and turn around and say, or in schools, those are the bad teachers in schools that when they make a group of people, when they put a group together, they try to put strictly like-minded people together so they know that the stoners are going to fail because you have too many of them in one group and you have this and that and that. But if you take one from each group and put them together, you can actually see how they will actually flourish because the different ideas from the different backgrounds end up creating a positive outcome. True. Because they can all give out experiences of something that the other didn't think of, and it all comes out to perspective, and they end up working together very well. It always happens. Sure, you get the group of the one lazy fuck who doesn't do anything. That happens in every group. No big deal. (coughs) With us, it'd be the PC fucking P group or the Block Quebec fucking morons. Yeah, that's the other. That's another thing, but that's a that's a whole episode all to its own. I yeah, just, the block Quebec does not belong on the world stage. Go fuck yourselves. You're the block Quebec. You are only good for one thing. You are only out for one thing. Your name fucking durably states it. Imagine if a party came out saying, "Hey, we're the Albertans." Yeah, exactly. Right? Are we going to run the Albertans for the whole fucking country? Fuck no. Do you want to know why? Because they're only out to look out for the one province. So on the world, on the federal stage, the Blocky Beckwash should not even be allowed to run federally because of the simple fact that you are only there for your specific kind. Yeah, but they get the, they get the votes. That's all you need to run federally is get the guaranteed it's votes. Because everybody's afraid to make the bold fucking statement that I just said. I know, and that's the truth. And you fucking, I would defy any fucking literary anybody. To get any fucking representative for the Block Quebec Party and say, do you want to look at what's best for best for Quebec or what's best for the country? Oh, they'll they'll say flat out what they're after. They absolutely right. will. And therefore, they should be disbanded, not allowed in. But they still get the votes because that's in our constitution. As long as you're Canadian, you get to run. And if you get a guaranteed number of uh, probable votes, then you get to run federally. That's it's one of our rights and freedoms as a Canadian. And unfortunately, they're Canadian. Well, that's that why the Nazi party still gets longer. to run every year. They're, we even had a few Nazi seats recently. Yeah, that's true. It's 
it's stupid. There was, I think they had, they had at least one. I think at one point they had up to three seeds, which is crazy. <laughs> was um, that actually in Canada, really? Yeah, the, the Nazi Party of Canada. They had three seeds. Wow, it's, that's fucked up. But it's true. Any party can do that. That's part of. If we take it away from them, we have to take it away from everybody. I know it's stupid, but. Uh, it's just the way it is, and that's one of our rights. That means Eric and Gord can't run. If if we say Quebecois can't run, Eric and Gord can't run. Now, I know we have different ideologies, and we are looking out for the best of Canada, not just for ourselves, but it doesn't really matter what your party's in. You can't pick and choose which party gets to run based on what their intentions are. Why? Because then... You could narrow it down to the fact that uh, Justin Trudeau doesn't want what's best for Canada. Right. That's why he shouldn't be running. Uh, but he's not uh, running. You're proving, the you're the entire Liberal point. Party is running. So we can't shut down the entire Liberal Party. Uh, I don't know about that. Because on Monday, we're not voting for Justin Trudeau. We're not voting for our Prime Minister. We're voting for the party who will pick our Prime Minister. That's, yeah. that's the flaw in our system. We don't vote for Justin Trudeau. We vote for a party. That party then chooses its prime minister. It might not. It doesn't necessarily have to be Trudeau. They've got like a month. I think it's a month to decide. I don't. There's never been a case ever. I don't think where they haven't chosen their leader as prime minister, but they could. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's where we're stuck. As much as we don't like Trudeau, fuck it. We have we don't have a say in whether he gets the job or not. We can vote against his party, but we can't vote against him. That's what people need to focus on, the fact that it's not him. We don't vote for him. That's not our choice to make. We, we choose the party. They choose the prime minister. See, but that's the thing that bugs me, and this is what I don't understand. I'm going to the poll. I'm not voting for I'm not even voting for Trudeau. I'm voting for who's my local. Yes, that's right. And it's my local who ends up winning like if enough, because again you know, in in, in this town, you know, um, I like recent Lisa Rae. She's great. She's very, does a very good job. She's a, good She's a conservative. And I, and I would vote for her. I'm not saying I will. I'm saying I would. Yes. And and good on you. She is a great lady. But that means, but by voting for her, that means that I am directly voting for Cher. Yes. And that's a problem. I should be able, because whoever runs my town, that does not affect who runs my country. Yeah, right. You know, because just because if the liberals win the country... Or, you know, if the liberals win federally, federally the women, the, the liberals win the fucking prime minister. That doesn't mean that every single town is now a liberal. <coughs> no. All the ones that won still win. And yeah. that's a problem, because I think we should be allowed to vote for both. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I should be able to vote for who I want to run my fucking town, and I should be able yeah, to vote for who the fuck I want to run my Your problem. federal MP doesn't run your town. <laughs> your federal MP is just your town's voice in Ottawa. They don't, they don't, they don't have any authority over your town. They're just you go tell them what you want them to tell 
the prime minister. That's technically their job. They don't run your town. They're just your. They're just the the prime minister's representative in your town. Yeah, but we all know that every that the prime minister doesn't speak to all these people individually. We already know that. Yeah, but technically he's supposed to, and technically they're not supposed to. They're supposed to be at home. They're not supposed to be in Ottawa, uh, hanging out with him. They're supposed to be delivering his messages in your town and taking your messages to him. It's they're not doing what they're supposed to do, but they, they also have no authority in your town. They can't like make. They can't change civic policy. I'm just—I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I know it's a, the whole system is ridiculous, and I don't understand why we have such an issue with changing it. I see that was my problem in the last election. I did not like my local MP. Uh, His—he was not—he didn't—he was representing two different areas, and I knew our area was going to get neglected, and sure enough, it did. I no longer live in that riding, so I don't give a crap, but um, I, I wanted to vote liberal in the last election, but I did not want to vote for Terry Beach. I had the opposite problem that you have. I wanted the prime minister. I didn't want the local guy. Um, so I, I, I share your frustration, absolutely. It's, it's a flawed system. Um, it's also flawed in the sense that uh, I my... I have two ridings with one person in them. You have one riding with with three people. So your three vote, my two votes count more than your three votes because I have two ridings. So whoever I whoever my two people vote for, beat out whoever your three people vote for, even though you have more votes. Oh, it's so stupid. Like it, it's. The, the the writing system is flawed. The people in northern BC will never ever get what they want because Vancouver has more writings than the whole province combined. So whoever Vancouver votes for wins provincially always. That's just the way it is. And it's a stupid system. It's not fair. It's not right. It doesn't. It's not the will of the majority when the majority loses out to the to the majority of ridings. It, it makes no sense. No, because it should be. Everybody gets a vote. Yes, it should be. And that's what Trudeau said it would be. That's what he promised he would make it. And he didn't. He, he, no, he's a he bold-faced fucking liar. That was the Again. first lie he told. That was the first thing he ever said, and it was the first lie he told. Ah, uh, God, I hate it so much, and I don't understand why more people aren't willing to stand up and change it. It's, it's, it can't be just on the idea that maybe one day they get to be it. <laughs> I don't know. And people, no, no one's benefiting anymore. That's the problem. Even the rich people are feeling the pinch. Or maybe they're not as much as I like to think they are. I don't know. Rich people, send me an email. Let me know. Yeah, I would. I'd be interested to know because I don't think. Well, I think the. You know, like when it comes to the rich of Canada, it's all dumb. It's all relative. You know, what I mean, like like our richest is almost poor, considering consider um, oh, comparing yeah, to absolutely. everybody else. 
Well, it's the it's the uh, that that family, the pasta family there. They they got like a billion five. Um, the kids get they're they're worth something like fifteen billion or whatever. Yeah, the entire family. It's 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 peanuts compared to real riches in the world. We don't even make the we never make the Forbes top four hundred or whatever it is. Yeah, no. Well, you might poor folk in comparison to. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's something to keep in mind. We don't need their money. Our richest people are doing fine. Ask Jimmy Patterson. He's doing okay. We don't need money. Our Canadian rich proves it. Our rich are pretty fucking rich. Go ask uh, Kevin O'Leary or any of those Dragon's Den kids how they how their life is on a day-to-day basis. I'm sure it's not that bad. Yeah, it's probably very true. So Canada rich is good enough. That's something to keep in mind. We don't need Bill Gates rich. We don't need Mark Zuckerberg rich. Canada rich is fine for us. So let's just focus on that and stop trying to be Rockefellers because it's killing everybody. It's killing democracy. It's killing your yeah. children. Your, your children are going to die if we keep up with this system. I don't want your children to die. Help me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No. <laughs> See, I'm kind of thinking the opposite, but that's just me. <laughs> I want everybody to die. <laughs> I, I know you do, but unfortunately, if everybody dies, that doesn't leave anybody to vote for us. Yeah. That's funny, because we wouldn't need them to vote for us if we were the only ones no. saved. Um, exactly. <laughs> but there, um, our show would have a lot less listeners. <laughs> I'm not saying we wouldn't do it. <laughs> if everyone, yeah, it's joke. We only had just us listening because I know you still listen to the show. If, so if everybody on the planet died except for Eric and Gord, the Eric and Gord show would be number one every year. And it yes, would still and we would throw award shows for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we'd still be the number. We'd be the number one show. We'd still do it four nights a week. We just have way better equipment. <laughs> we'd have everybody's equipment. <laughs> 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 and we'd, oh man! We broadcast from a different country every night. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We 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 it'd be a shit show of fucking amazingness. There's no getting around it. I actually came up with that because it's been a long time since you and I came up with a great movie idea. And in that last episode, we came up with one. I'm not even going to tell you what it is because I don't remember. But it was awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> Another just fucking quality movie idea, which we always have, but this is what I thought of because it's so easy for us to do what we do from opposite sides of the country. Yeah. That, you know, if we, we make a movie about two podcasters who are co-hosts, just like me and you and the best <laughs> of friends, but they've never met <laughs> during the day, one is a hardcore criminal and one is the cop pursuing him. <laughs> But at night, they don't know that, and they're best friends on their podcast. You know, like like oh. Nero and Pacino kind of thing. Oh, that's genius. <laughs> so good. Right? But oh, they, that's actually really good. I know, right? I've watched the shit out of that. I That'd came up great. with it today. They're like, in the day, they're fucking arch enemies. They're trying to kill each other, and then they get home, and they both talk about it on their podcast. Well, they never really talk about it on the podcast, because it's like they're, they're separate lives, right? Yeah, you know, so, the, the cop can't talk about his job on the air because it's an open investigation. The exactly. criminal's clearly not going to talk about his. They just talk like me and you do. 
Yeah. And, and you and I, like, really, we don't know what we do during the day. We could be, I, I'm not out chasing a criminal or being a cop, but if I were, I wouldn't think it was you. When I sure as hell could be making up that I'm working at a mattress place because who would ever question that? Exactly. <laughs> um, and how, how do you know I'm not a super rich uh, cat burglar? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever I am. I could be some super rich criminal just pretending to be a bum. That's right. That's how that's how cat burglars work. They don't well, walk around right? thinking they're rich and fancy. I'm not going to walk around looking like a guy who just stole a million dollars. I'm going to look like a guy who's never seen a million dollars and get away with it. That's right. Simple. See, this movie is a good, good movie. I'm telling this you. This is a really good idea. <laughs> uh, I want full credit, anyone who steals this idea. Um, I want I, Ed Norton to play me. Ed Norton. Okay. Who's the... Is that the are you the criminal or the cop? Uh, it'd have to be the criminal. Because Ed Norton's never been a cop. I think he'd be good. In a, a, he's been the criminal a lot. He's great at it. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to see him done as the cop. Okay. Who's the cop who wants to catch Ed Norton? Oh, easily. Christian fucking Slater. Oh, God, yeah, of course. Oh, and his big Hollywood comeback. Right? Christian Slater and Ed Norton. How cool is that? Old, it'd, be a, it'd be a neat little variation of him reviving his fucking greatest movie he ever made. True. By doing back to the fucking like, original fucking pirate radio style. Actually, he was a cop in Cuffs, that horrible comedy. Yes. He was a cop in a couple of movies. So but, he's uh, bringing yeah. back two of his roles. That's right. Christian Slater, the fucking radio broadcasting cop. Ed Norton, oh, he would be good. Because you could see Ed Norton doing a good, like, uh, uh, Gord-style rant. <laughs> right? Because, I mean, the only thing that would be better is if, you, is if um, uh, what's his name, was still alive. Um, the fuck was that comedian, uh, George, uh, not George, the fuck's his name? Oh, my God, the fuck? Which one? The, the stand-up comedian fucking uh, always talked about the politics, always talked about – he had an amazing long rant. It's not Dennis Leary, the other one. That guy did it better. Um, the guy who did it better than Dennis fuck Leary. me. Yeah. George Carlin. Fuck oh, me. George Carlin. Yeah. Right. And I, oh, shit. You, oh, I thought – I thought you – Sorry, I'm on my way. I gotta move. Huh. Uh, I thought they closed at 10, but apparently they're kicking me out at 9, so. It's been a good um, long hour, though. It uh, has. Actually, not not even an hour, I don't think, but. Apparently, Christian Slater only played a cop once. Is that really true? I only know cops. Apparently, yeah. I just typed in Christian Slater cop. That's the only thing that comes up. Crazy. Well. I got a role for him, Christian. If you're listening, buddy, or if anyone who knows him is listening, or Ed Norton's people, you want to get on this, well, you can. Yeah. And this not, is one of those big ones that you can be a part of from the get from the get go. This is one of those I might edit it out of this episode before it goes to air because it's so good I want to keep it secret kind of ideas. <laughs> 
not a bad idea, man. This is a really good one. I like this one. It it, it could be that way, you know. Like Casey Gonzalez could be a hitman for all we know. <laughs> He's not just out there killing bears. <laughs> Hey, wasn't he like a cop or something in Broken Arrow, or was he like an army guy? That was army. They were yeah. in the army together, and that was. But he did reunite with Samantha Mathis for that one. The the girl from uh, Pump Up the Volume. Yeah, that's right. I I did not catch that when I watched it the first and first like ten times. <laughs> I didn't catch it the first ten times. <laughs> and then in the eleventh time, I was like, "This is a damn good movie." <laughs> I should watch this over more often. This was great. I gotta go watch this eleven more times. <laughs> That'll be our movie. I was thinking of calling it something really pedestrian for every, just like co-hosts. <laughs> co-hosts. <laughs> Cops and robbers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's so terrible. Or, or um, something like podcatch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if Michael Bay did it, that's what he would call it. Exactly. Oh, he's uh, got to be very, on it. Oh, fuck. Very quickly before you let us go, by the way. Uh, you remember the other day, although I, I, I think I mentioned this one, how... Uh, no, I don't know if I did. Um, uh, uh, girlfriend's daughter is, is dating a guy. And um, uh, her youngest... And uh, this is like her first actual, like, sort of like relationship. Oh, and, I, uh, I don't think you told me that part. No, I'm okay, so I haven't had to this. Okay, so um, when I found out about this, like, then that, then that, literally that night, I ended up, I actually had this really fucking hilarious dream where I actually, like, I met him and I got to do that parental, like, bad boys thing where the fucking, like, you know, you act all gangster to the fucking daughter's fucking boyfriend sort of thing. Of so course. you get all scared shit. And in the dream, I'll, I'll tell you what I said, because I actually got to tell her about it tonight, uh, which is really funny. Um, but I, I ended up saying, I'm like, so my dream, I take him aside, I put him around. Now, for the record, he already knows, I already told her, I said, so you're dating this guy? She's like, yeah, we're just like texting back and forth. And I'm just like, so um, just so you know, if everybody ever fucks with you, remember I told you about all this? Anybody ever he fucks did, with yeah. you? Yeah. Right? Okay. So she told her boyfriend, her, her boyfriend that. Showed him the text, even. She even showed the text where I said, I'll fucking stab him. She even showed him, like, no, Corner always has a knife on him. So he's already already nervous about me. He already knows a bit about me, and he's kind of nervous to meet me. Of course. Which is genius, because that gives me the upper hand. Definitely. <laughs> Which is, uh, can I just say, it's half the reason I'm excited I have a daughter, by the way. No, oh, it's just for this one reason, absolutely. It's just, it's just, it's the, it's the joy. It's the only true joy of being a father to a daughter. I've got a few years <laughs> to wait, hopefully, but I can't wait for her first boyfriend. Oh, it's exciting times. I mean, and this isn't even my daughter, and I'm super excited. Let me apologize uh, to every boy in North Van right now. You're all fucking getting it in five years. <laughs> so here, here's what I, here's what I thought of him. Here's what I said in my dream, and I love it. It's all about the wording. I pull him aside and I say to the kid, I said, look, I haven't, I haven't eaten human in a long time and I don't want to go back to it again. <laughs> don't, don't fuck with this girl. And that's all I said to him. The guy's like, the 
fuck, right? So he goes over to her. He's like, fucking gorgeous. Fucking told me that he's going to fucking eat me. The fuck? And she's like, yeah, I, yeah, uh, that would be gorgeous. That makes sense. <laughs> she just sort of go there. So I was telling her that tonight. I said, hey, just so you know, I actually had a dream about meeting your fucking boyfriend. And she's like, you're kidding me. I'm like, I kid you not. And here's what I said. And she goes, in your dream, you actually said the word again? I'm like, yeah, right? You caught that. That's awesome. She's like, will you do that? <laughs> and I'm like, are you giving me permission? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh. And in the other room's going, no, don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't encourage him. <laughs> so she ends up taking it one step farther. And my God, I, I swear they're my kids. This is amazing. Because her thing, she goes, if you're going to do this, she goes, do it right. You need to be sitting at the table when he comes over. You need to be just sitting there sharpening a knife, <laughs> staring <laughs> at him. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing that for sure. By hand, just standing, just running the blade nice and slow across the stone, staring at him. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it was just, that was a sheer total fucking highlight for me. <laughs> the last time I had a father tried to do that to me, mm -hmm. I totally beat them all to it <laughs> and just deflated them instantly. It was brilliant. That was actually <laughs> just very recently. It was that one that turned out to be a, who cost me my job. Oh, really? But uh, dad wanted to meet me. <laughs> and I just... I took every word that I knew he was going to say, because they all say the same thing, and I just said it before he could. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I don't like the situation much more than you do, but this is what we've got. <laughs> <laughs> and he, had, he didn't even say anything. I just talked for five minutes, and then I said, that'll do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Let's do it again sometime. <laughs> But next time you're buying the beer. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, uh, it, it's fantastic. And guys, if you can do that, do it. It works. It's just throw the dad right off his game. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, um, yeah. Cause I just, I thought this was just spectacular. And, um, That's every, great. like, you know, the, the girlfriend was telling me, she was, no, look, actually, I really like this kid. He's really sweet. He's a really nice guy. He's, you know, he's, um, he's, he's, a, he's a bit of a, He's a bit of a dork, which is really nice. That makes it pretty, pretty endearing. She goes, but there is one quality. I'm supposed to actually would really like this. I said, what's that? She goes, he was confident. She was not cocky in the slightest, but just very confident. That's cool. You know, like when, when they got into the house, um, uh, the, the youngest was trying, because I'm trying to avoid using everybody's names. Uh, cool. Youngest was trying to like sort of rush him out the door. And he's like, why? You don't want to meet your mother? I'm fine with that. Keeping mom, keeping mom, keeping mom. Moms are I, easy. I do. <laughs> moms, because I, I get the mom every time. That's no problem. It could be just part of his game. Maybe the kid's got game. I, you got, well, you got to follow through with this. Yeah, and that's the thing because um, when I was telling the uh, the oldest daughter when I was leaving, I was telling her about the whole thing. She's like. Oh my God. She goes, so like, are you going to do it? I'm like, well, once she suggested that I should be sharpening a knife and I grabbed the holding stone, I just stared at her and I just put the knife and I'm holding stone and I'm giving her this look. And she's like, that is so creepy. Never do that again. I'm like, I'll do it to him. She's like, well, do it to him. That'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm, I have to admit this is gonna end up being a lot of fucking fun. Well, keep us all posted. We're all on the edge of our seats now. <laughs> uh, I do enjoy being me sometimes. Well, as well you should. I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy getting to know you. <laughs> In all my glory and fucked upness. And imagine it. <laughs> Listen, uh, all ten thousand. Well, you're not all in Canada, but our Canadian listeners. We could run the country this way, and it would run well. Yeah. I'm just saying, give us a chance. Uh, you want to vote for the lesser of two evils? We're the lesser of two evils. Trust me. And and it, like Stephen Wright said, at least vote for the one you've never dealt with before. Yeah. Like the lesser of two evils. Vote for the one where you're not too sure what they're going to do. Yeah. Not the ones where you know exactly what the fuck they're going to do. That's no fun. No. No, you're absolutely he. He, uh, he and you is absolutely correct. Exactly. So just absolutely. I'm throwing it out there for uh, four years from now, the show might be on its last leg. <laughs> uh, speaking Over. of which, before we wrap up, I just want to mention that we are on the verge of the end of season two. Uh, now that being said, I don't exactly remember when the end of the season is supposed to be. But we, I know the 100th episode was very close to the end of season one. Yeah. And we are fast approaching our 200th episode. Which is, I cannot believe we're already there. But we're, we're there. So uh, we are going to have a season finale coming up right away, kids, is what I'm saying. I'm not sure when. I was thinking about making an election night. But since that doesn't get to be the extravaganza that I wanted it to be, we're, we're going to have to do it. Probably sometime soon. I'm thinking before Christmas we wrap the season. Uh, before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think that's when we did it last year. I honestly yeah, don't recall. Take the break off over. Take the break of Christmas, and um, then uh, come back fresh in the for the new year or just after Christmas. Yeah, I I might do some Christmas spectacular because I don't particularly like to celebrate it. So I might celebrate it by bitching about it on my podcast. Um, I know we did we did Christmas last year. We did right up to it because we did the great 12 Days of Christmas episode. Yes, we but did. anyway, that's just a thought, kids. If you have any thoughts on it, send me an email, eric at ericandgore.com. Um, and remember, the offer still stands. First email I get. Now, this is an offer we made almost a year ago, and no one's come through yet. But you get $5. First email I get, $5. $5. We offered that one time. We, said we, that. we actually yeah. said the first two emails. Uh, we'll each receive $5, and we've yet to receive those emails. So uh, now's the time. There's there's 10,000 of you listening. One of you must take us seriously enough to just shoot us a hello. Okay, how about this? Let, let's, you know what, Eric? I'm feeling pretty festive. I'm going to up the ante. Uh-oh. 25 bucks. Holy shit. To the first... Two different independent emails. You guys are costing me a laptop here. $25. There it is. Each person. I will literally fucking transfer you $25 fucking dollars. You know what? I have a new app. Uh, to, uh, it's a contest uh, app. that it, it tracks your contest for you. I just discovered it for our next big contest. 
Um, so I will, I will make this official. I'll make it a contest tomorrow. Done. Uh, is there a deadline? Or just uh, first two open-ended until they come? Open-ended. Open-ended. There we go. First two fucking emails. $25 a piece. Now, at that... And it, I'll give a fuck if one hits and then there's another month in between where you get the second one. doesn't matter. You send a fucking email. At that price, I want a good email, though. I want a couple of good sentences. Talk about the show or something. Hey! Not Say just, something. Don't be a dick. Yeah, Say don't something. Don't be a dick. That's the name don't of the contest. Don't be a dick. That's, don't be a dick contest and get 25 bucks. Just don't be a dick. And here's the rules of the contest. You have to send an email. That email can go to eric at ericandgord.com, or it can go to gord at ericandgord.com, or... It can go to my brand new email. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Kim Cook has genital warts at gmail.com. <laughs> Who the fuck is Kim Cook? That'd be the CEO of Apple. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Apple. <laughs> It's ripped for nobody's pleasure. Oh, that's fantastic. Tim Cook has genital warts at gmail.com. Oh, I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, that's fucking genius. Uh, yeah, genius. You gotta send an email just for that. I'm, you know what? I'm sending an email. I'm gonna pay myself fucking 25 bucks just for that. I, uh, I, I, I've been dying to tell you. I came up with it yesterday morning, and I haven't had an opportunity to tell you. I was waiting for the perfect time. Oh, you nailed it. And I know I said it at the beginning of the show, but I forgot all about it until just now. Oh, my God. I'm literally crying right now. It's so good. Tim Cook has genital warts at gmail.com. Gmail.com. All done. All right. There it is. And And is that good with an E on the end, or is it just G-O-O-D? No, Cook. Oh, sorry, Cook. I should say. Is it Cook with an E? No, no E. Good question. No E. Um, okay. Yeah, just Tim Cook. I'll send you an email. I'll fire one off tonight just so you can uh, get one from that email address. <laughs> I'm going to print that shit off. <laughs> if, if, if we were never going to be on Apple, we're certainly not now. <laughs> Fuck you, Apple. <laughs> Fuck you with a genital dick. I, I can neither confirm nor deny the subject uh, of that address, by the way. Oh, uh, it's so good. Oh, I'm going on the, it's, it's just an assumption at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm going to call it a safe assumption. Oh, I got a, I got a Wi-Fi signal right now, so I'm going to try to get into my Gmail. There you go. Um, Give me that and send one off. I'm going to send one to you. I'll send it to your Gmail. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I'm literally crying right now. That's so fucking funny. I got tears down. Oh, that's so good. I thought you might appreciate that. And the timing was too fucking perfect. <laughs> so so uh, good. That's a real real email contest, kids. If you uh, have to go back and listen to the details, be sure you do it. I'm not going to repeat them. You have to no. go back and hear the details. But that's a real contest, and we will stick by it. 25 bucks. That's huge. That's good. I'm going to be the first one now. Yep. 25 bucks. I need that money. I know you do. Um, 25 bucks. More than most people, I think. 
call it uh, take take money out of take money away from Eric's fucking stomach fund. That's right. No no new laptop <laughs> for me this month. No, nope. um, that sucks. Uh, okay, how do I switch accounts here? Oh, I lost my signal. Ah, damn it. Oh well, that's a good uh, good point. I think to uh, end on kids. I agree. I hope you're still feeling as good as you are tonight. Tomorrow, Gordon, it'd be great to hear from you. Um, if not, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm in tomorrow night. Perfect. Um, we can do it anytime because we're not Wi-Fi it up these days. So,